Welcome to episode three of The Spin. Today we'll be talking about exploring your personal purpose. We'll also explore the idea of how aligning your personal purpose with an organizational and role purpose can set you up to be in a position to thrive. Here we are again, Kristen, episode three. I think I said last time, how did we get to episode two? So now we've got to episode three. So that's uh, another big milestone for us. And Kristen continues to make heavy edits. Credit for the edit. Credit for the edit. That should be my handle. Apparently. It's better than the other ones I've got. <laughs> Leave those for a different podcast. But we, I think we continue to get some good feedback, which is good. So I noticed that we're up to 80 listeners on each podcast. So it's either the fact that the same people are listening to both podcasts, which is what I like to think, then that's encouraging. We'll it? take it for sure. Exactly. I think you said to me that was somebody from Helsinki. We made it as far as Helsinki. There's even places I'd have to pull it up. I couldn't even say it, which is impressive for... Um, I'll do a better job of knowing all our geographies, but uh, the fact we made it out of the GTA, I thought was good. Well, you've got a UK presence, but we've yeah. made it. We're international. Like, like we are international. We are international. So I think it's particularly nice to shout out to our friends in Helsinki, whoever they are. Thank you. That's nice. Keep on coming back. Keep on coming back. So. Maybe we should um, talk about our reach and how we're getting to Helsinki. So we've uh, we've decided that we're gonna broaden our distribution channels so we're now available on spotify you can now get us through apple podcasts uh, let alone the buzzsprout site and once me and mark figure out how best to market this we'll be promoting that a bit more but uh thank you for all for listening in all the different channels and feel free to let people know about the spin obviously we're on episode three so we continue to move it along share it with your friends share it with your friends today we are going to talk about purpose which is the main topic of the conversation is a bit of a link to what we talked about in episode two. I don't think when we started doing this that we expected everything to link, but they actually are linking quite nicely. Agreed. Which is um, one of those things that we'll just run with. So first one was around New Year's resolutions. Which I'll be talking about till December. Like, I feel like I'm never going to get away yep. from this. Hashtag year of Kristen. Yep. Second episode then was around growth mindset. And then in growth mindset, some of you remember some of the top tips. One of them was to have a clear purpose. I think a little bit like before, what we'll do is spend a little bit of time talking about what is this word purpose. I don't think it's something that was necessarily in the vernacular. Please, mm. I got that word in. Make the connections. Um, many years ago. Um, so what is it? We can talk a little bit about what our particular purposes are. Purposes. Per, per pie. <laughs> and then also talk about how they relate to organizations as well. So that's where the focus will be today. So, do you know, Kristen, what the word, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong, which is embarrassing, etymology means? No. So, it's the meaning of words. Oh. Which is quite ironic that you don't know What's what the meaning Etymology. E-T-Y-M-O-L-O-G-Y. Etymology. So, I looked up what the meaning of purpose was. And you'll be interested in this. It dates back to the 1300s and originated from the old French word, pourpoix. Not porpoise, <laughs> and it means intention, aim, and goal. So it's a very action oriented word to seek purpose or to have purpose. So that's where it comes from. I've suddenly become quite fascinated with the origin of words, which, and I have no idea why. Don't do it. Look to the future. Somebody Don't look said, to the past. I, I listened to something today, and it was do you know that the word legacy starts with leg? And so. 
you, to can do I start your legacy? You, right? Like, you need do to you move know that your legs break fast is actually breaking <laughs> fast, right? Like blowing <laughs> minds, right? Like every word has some other meaning or the meaning it was intended for that you never paid attention well, to. Well, that's that's my new. Um, I'm going to do a, a master's in etymology. If you can hear a clippity click in the background, then that's uh, that's Gemma. Um, she's a dog, just to be clear. <laughs> she's right into finding her purpose with Mark right now. How I think it's helpful to frame purpose is based on um, a book I read recently, which is by a guy called Dan Pontefract. It's called The Purpose Effect. And he has this really interesting way of looking at it. He talks about uh, it being almost like a three-legged stool. So he talks about personal purpose, role purpose, and organizational purpose. And if you get all of those working together, then that becomes a sweet spot. Uh, because you can't think about one thing without being considerate of the other two things, which I think makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Often we think about these things in isolation. Do you have a personal purpose, Kristen? Yeah, it's interesting. In preparation for this, I looked deep into my soul and realized... Did you? No. No. Um, <laughs> there was nothing there. There was nothing there. It's black. No, it's a tough question, it's a tough question to answer. I, I feel like I do, but I, I guess... As proven, it's hard to articulate in a succinct way which delivers the answer that you can stand behind. Let's pause on that, though. It's your own personal purpose. Can you articulate it well or not? Um, I think I get, I'm similarly getting more clarity. I've got a few more years on me than you, um, which may be part of it. But I think in the last podcast, we talked about the example of the person who was, uh, her purpose was to be easy. Mm -hmm. Um so easy to deal with, easy to work with, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think it sounds a bit, maybe a bit corny, but those people who know me well, hopefully it will resonate, is that I want to help people. I'd like to help people is my purpose. Um, and I try and kind of put that into to kind of different elements of what I'm doing, be it. It's funny, the other day there was a, I was downtown and poor blind guy on the kind of corner of the street looking to get his bus. And I was convinced that he wanted to get that bus. So I kind of you know, didn't quite grab him by the arm. But And I remembered that you have to ask them whether you can kind of touch them, etc. But he probably had no intention of getting that bus. He was probably very happy just standing on the street corner. But I wanted to help that person. I wanted to get him on that bus, come what may. So um, you have to be a bit careful about these things on occasion. But yeah, I think that's what uh, what I'm here to do. Um, and that's... You know, in some ways has been helpful in terms of me making some choices as well so. yeah if it is that simple I would say yeah I like to help people and provide solutions yeah but yeah but I think it has to be what's I don't think there's no right or wrong does it is there I think it has to be just what kind of resonates to you and what is used to, to kind of guide you I mean the purpose is there to as we talked about a little bit with the definition it's there to to kind of provide a sense of intention aim and goal so you know, if that's how you're kind of guiding your life, then that's all it's there to do. So. The other thing I would say is I think part of my purpose is to create. So whether it's helping solutions or creating, I all find it all part of the same wheelhouse. I think sometimes these things can be feel a bit complicated to articulate, but what I worry about that is that therefore people don't articulate them, so they don't kind of spend the time trying to articulate it, and I think it's actually helpful to at least have some sense of it. I've been doing some uh, some work with graduates the last couple of days and uh, it kind of came up in conversation with them. It's like, you know, the, the stage they're at very early in their career, first jobs, the more that they can at least start thinking about what their purpose is, then I think that's going to be really helpful. It'll give them a, 
kind of an anchor for for where they want to to head and what decisions they want to make and without having it i think there is a a bit of a, a risk that they uh, just drift they kind of nodded at me politely and <laughs> it seemed to go in but we will see we'll see yeah i guess there's more talk about this type of stuff now than i feel like there ever was before or maybe i'm just at the age where i feel it's hitting me more than ever and so you know talking about socially conscious companies is not what people talked about like 20 30 years ago no. or maybe they did and it just wasn't something that it resonated but now it just feels like there's, there's a lot of information around how to find connection to things that interest you and and kind of like turn your soul on if you will whereas before people were go get a job go get a house go get a family grind it out for 30 40 50 years go retire and then maybe then you'll travel right like it's it's not what people are thinking about now like people are woke i don't know like there's a whole culture of people that are very in tune to what's going on around them and they're 25 yeah i wonder why that is i wonder why it has changed so much in terms of why this language suddenly appears because it's almost as if we either yeah we become as human race much more sophisticated to think about these things or have we become much more vulnerable in some ways where we might need this because we haven't we don't have it in other ways so there was um i was listening to something quite interesting the other day which was all about the fact that obviously our that the, our standard of living how we live the the risks we're dealing with are so much fewer than what they used to be we have a much better standard of living the kind of on average that we're living longer and healthcare is better so we're not dealing with difficult situations which are situations that help build resilience mm-hmm. um and so if i'm not building resilience i wonder whether we're we're kind of seeking out these things like purpose because it's going to help us be more anchored in what we're doing i don't know yeah maybe like you're not given the the little life struggles along the way because it's kind of been removed so yeah. then without having that you're trying to figure out okay well i haven't kind of got those like knocks in my armor so why am i here yeah yeah you or can, what am i doing yeah i mean we've had a pizza tonight and you you phoned up and somebody came and delivered a pizza it's True. like yeah, it wasn't tough to kind of and he um, was impressed i paid with it by my watch you paid with it by your watch yeah, yeah he, well, he was impressed he's obviously easily impressed but um Ouch. take that apple yeah exactly <laughs> The idea with an organization having a purpose is around something that's bigger than what the organization does. So I think organizations are certainly starting to, to kind of make that shift. Um, and the, the, it was a big thing in you know the kind of papers that you and I read. It may not be everybody's cup of tea, um, but uh, a lobbying group called Business Roundtable, which is US-based, but they've had a consistent definition of what the role of corporations um, should be since 1997. And for the first time in uh, August of last year, they made the decision to extend that to ensure that organizations exist to serve and create value for all stakeholders rather than just shareholders. So the big emphasis has always been around shareholder value, but increasingly there's this shift to organizations having a much greater role on on society, which I think is really exciting. I'm not sure every uh, organization has quite got their head around that. But that starts to get you into thinking about, well, what are some of the uh, what purposes do some organizations have and um there are some interesting ones so i'm going to play a game with you Kristen. i'm going to call out uh, a vision and you have to say what the organization is okay yep. and you can play this game at home if you're really bored <laughs> or, or, <laughs> or in sad. your car wherever you're listening to so our vision is to create a better everyday life for the many people oh so broad i'll give you an allen key 
Ikea. Oh, nice. Yes. Pulled it through. To be the Earth's... This is the next one. <laughs> to be the Earth's most customer-centric company. To build a place where people can come to find and discover anything they want to buy online. That's really easy. If it's not Amazon. It's Amazon. Okay. This test is getting hard. I was going to start to sweat. <laughs> build the best product cause no unnecessary harm, use business to inspire and implement solutions to the environmental crisis. Coca-Cola. Oh, no, but that's that, would, that was going to be on my next one. Um, Patagonia. Oh, that was Pat... I, I read they recently changed theirs, though. That's an outdated one. Oh, is it? Yeah. What's their new one, then? I think it's actually on there. If you go to, like... We're more. in business to save the planet. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one, though. I mean, we're in business to save the planet. That is. I mean, it's Patagonia heavy. are amazing, I yeah. think. So they, they recycle all of their clothes. So you should buy their clothes and they, I mean, they're expensive, but they last forever. Yeah. I will put on my Patagonia hat to celebrate this moment. They seem one of the uh, kind of exceptions, I think. Coca-Cola, as you mentioned that, um, just to go from one extreme to the other. So theirs is to refresh the world in mind, body and spirit, to inspire moments of optimism and happiness through our brands and actions, to create value and make a difference. It all starts to sound very homogenous, though. But that's like they sell sugary drinks. Well, they're moving to carbonated water now. They're, oh, okay. They're getting okay. off the sugar. So we've done personal purpose. Um, and I think we'll, we'll kind of come back to that in terms of just reminding people why it's so important. We then touched on, on organizational purpose. The third one we talked about, uh, or Dan Pontefract talks about, is role purpose. So if you kind of think about this, you've got clarity around your individual purpose. You've got clarity, hopefully, around the organizational purpose. Hopefully, you're in a fortunate position where those two things click. Mm -hmm. They're kind of consistent with each other. Um, maybe you work for Patagonia. Um, but then you're in a situation where the role you're doing doesn't necessarily kind of fit in with your purpose. Uh, and so that can be a challenge. So it's back to this idea of it's a kind of three-legged stool and you need to get all three of them uh, kind of resonating with you. So what Dan Pontefract talks about in terms of different mindsets relating to role purpose is that you can either have a job mindset, a career mindset, or a purpose mindset. So a job mindset is all about you're in the job, you're performing the tasks that come to you, so that's not particularly great. A career mindset would be that the, the job you're doing is a means to an end in terms of fulfilling your career, so that starts to get better. Ultimately, if you get to a purpose mindset, then that means you're in a position which you can be very passionate about, you can innovate, you're committed to doing meaningful work, you're in an engaging workplace that serves and benefits all stakeholders. So you can see how there's a kind of hierarchy there and you want to obviously get to that kind of purpose mindset when it comes to your role. But I think that can be really difficult to do because uh, there's always kind of shitty things you have to do in your job. So mm -hmm. you have to have to kind of get to a point where you, you really think about that and make sure you're comfortable with it. Which makes me think whether we, you know, what can you do if you're not in a situation where your role is giving you purpose? I wonder if there's kind of things you can do to influence that rather than just leaving your job, which isn't always an option. Yeah. Every job I've ever been in, and, and granted they've been kind of unique, but I've always found ways to do something that I wanted to do. I've never felt like I've never had the ability to bring something more to it than exists today. So, you know, 
I, I guess that's just the point. Like I've never felt restricted in the job. Like even, I mean, I've worked in a grocery store and I ended up doing stuff there that I thought was fun and was different than juggling working. bananas. Or something. No, just like, <laughs> like I ended up like making like cool sandwiches for myself and then everybody else wanted to have like the sandwiches I made because I used the pizza oven differently. And it's like, you could do it cheap. You can make it good. And like, don't be upset that you've only got to spend like $4, like on $4, I can make you something pretty cool. That's just like tonight. give me the four bucks yeah. and I'll go do it. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to work for the next 15 minutes because you're going to cover me while I make you wicked lunch. Right. Like, I don't know. It's so just be creative. Creative. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah. No, I think there is an opportunity. I mean, there's that, they, I mean, it's the same kind of word, but the people call that job crafting. And I think there is a lot of people in many, many roles that have a lot of um, kind of empowerment and freedom to think about how they do their job. Um, rather than it feeling as though it's something that you you just have to do and you're told how to do it. If you're not in that situation, that can be difficult, but I think that then gets back to thinking about, well, who are the people you're working with? Are you feeling really engaged about the work? Do you have an opportunity to to maybe bring some of your personality to work in terms of how you interact with customers? So I think there are still ways to kind of make sure that you're you're thinking about things from a purpose mindset perspective, but I think you have to be realistic. That's not necessarily the case in all situations. We've been... You're certainly just talking to myself. I've been very lucky and privileged to work uh, in roles where I can shape things, but I, I, I kind of hope have been hopefully been in a situation where I've helped influence others to um, to kind of work similarly. But I, you know, not everyone's in that situation. Well, not everyone has it. Like to be fair, not everybody has it in them, and that's not a knock. It's just some people like to know what's coming at them. They like there's some variety in routine, but they like to know kind of transactionally what their day is going to look like. Some people really do struggle with, you know, the the field goal marker or whatever we're going after. The cheesy analogy is it's all the way down there and it's within your power to go figure out how to get there. I find that really exciting and I and that's what kind of, you know, gets me excited about work is knowing that I have control to get there on a timeline that makes sense and everyone agrees to. But some people wouldn't know where to start. They don't know how to start. And then, and then even worse, if they get that chance and they can't deliver it, then they think they failed kind of strikes me your point around whether some people don't think about this stuff they don't think about what their their purpose is um and you know i think as you say that doesn't mean they're kind of bad people it's just that they're not thinking about this stuff and i I then makes me think well why aren't they thinking about it and if they did think about it would it make their lives any better or would they they're quite happy anyway So it's been an interesting conversation. I think it's kind of taken us off in directions that I wasn't necessarily sure we would, um, but we've touched on lots of different things. It's probably useful just to think back to the three-legged stool of personal purpose, organizational purpose, and role purpose, and the idea that when all three are consistent, and that's the, the kind of sweet spot where really good things happen. So there's lots of benefits to having a personal purpose. How you go about really thinking about that is to sit down, Explore the things that you really love doing. What makes you happy? What are the activities that where you're, you kind of find yourself in the flow? Just think about what those things are, what those times are. Just reflect on that. Be very kind of curious about what those things are. And that should help you to start to define what a personal purpose is. It is helpful to, to write that down, but you may not be kind of ready to do that. And that can take time to do. Every one of Mark's tips is to write it down. Yeah, I, I like three, writing three for down. three. Write it down. Journaling is a thing, apparently. <laughs> so write things down. I'm going to say it again. Um, so that's, I think, important around kind of per- personal purpose. 
I think for if you're responsible for an organization, then thinking about what your organizational purpose, if you have that control, is, is certainly something to think about. If you're somebody who's working for an organization, then you should spend time exploring what that purpose is. Um, and lots of that will be on the website uh, that they have for that particular organization. Or you can ask when you're exploring a particular job or a particular opportunity. Um, so organizational purpose is something you can be aware of, maybe not control so much, but you want to make sure there's good synergy there. And then as we touched on, I think you have a lot more um, influence around your role and, and that having purpose than you actually think it is. You think you do, sorry. So just take that time to, to think about what, how, how can you approach a task? How can you do something that's going to be consistent with your purpose? And go for it. Nobody's going to criticize you for that. They want you to, to kind of deliver what needs to be delivered, how you go about delivering it. You have a lot of control over uh, and make sure that you are in a place that you're passionate about, where you can engage with good people hopefully an organization that's doing something for the benefit of all stakeholders, not just shareholders. And I'm sure you will flourish. And there you go. Episode three on purpose is a wrap. If you like what you've heard, feel free to tell a friend. We'd appreciate it. You can also subscribe to us on Apple podcasts or follow us on Spotify. And finally, keep an eye out for the spin to hit your social channels as we'll be launching our Twitter and Instagram profiles where you can see some behind the scenes content. We'll talk to you soon.